you know, I take one day off, right? Just one day of the podcast I take off. I don't upload anything. And what the fuck? It's a fucking Friday, dude. Friday is where the news goes to die and not be talked about all weekend. But no, we had to have confirmation that there was gain-of-function research done in China. We had to have a Chinese defector come out and say, yeah, they released this shit intentionally. And then Arizona has its fucking audit where all the audit machines are connected to the internet and shit. Oh, I see how it is. When I, when I fucking come in every day, do two to three uploads, it's the same shit every day. I take a fucking break because I work late. I have to be at a meeting at like 6.30 a.m. the fucking morning. And yeah, I didn't get home till like 1 a.m. All the news in the fucking universe happens. Fuck me. That's some shit, ain't it? And that's how it goes. I'm like, you know, it's a Friday. I don't even get ready for a Friday. It's Friday. Nothing eventful is gonna happen on fucking Friday. God, surprise, bitch. So. Welcome to Inside Four Walls. I'm your exasperated ass fucking host. And let's get right into today's stories. So, the first article comes from the New York Post. And this is a platform that I've gotten a lot of shit on for, you know, using. Oh, it's a liberal site. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's nothing but opinion. So on and so forth. They have broken some very interesting stories over the last year and a half. I personally like the New York Post. Yes, they can post some absolutely biased articles that are clearly opinions under the guise of being straight-up news. For sure. But I challenge you to find me many other places outside of C-SPAN that don't do that. That being said, this article is China's most famous defector to America warned U.S. intelligence agencies of coronavirus in 2019. If you follow anything with the FBI and other federal intelligence agencies, uh, you know they like to sit on that kind of information. Uh, a certain professor, or a, not professor, a certain a gym leader comes to mind, a, a trainer, a, a certain Olympic uh, trainer. Yeah, that episode's coming out too. But this article is by Sherry Markson. September 14th, 2021. <laughs> it was recently updated. China's most famous defector to America warned a U.S. intelligence agency of coronavirus in 2019. My throat China's most famous defector to America warns U.S. U.S. Uh, agencies of coronavirus was spreading in Wuhan in November 19, 2019. Six weeks before China admitted there was an outbreak. We Jiheng, the father of China's democ- democracy movement, reveals in a new book, quote, what really happened in Wuhan, that he first heard of a mysterious new virus that at the time of the world military games in Wuhan in October 2019. Yeah. So we had a lot of people, or a lot of people who were there at this point in time, Americans and other people, describing severe pneumonia-like symptoms. Well, perhaps it wasn't pneumonia to begin with. Highly alarmed, the former Chinese Communist Party insider whose defection to the U.S. or United States, and why you put that in brackets, in 1997. Hey, that's a good year. I was born that year. Made global news. Alerted intelligence agencies and U.S. politicians with links to the president and Chinese human rights activist, Diman Lu, asked if he had any sense, if he had any sense the intelligence agencies were taking seriously his intelligence about the new virus in Wuhan. The seven-year-old Wei said, quote, I felt they were not as heavily concerned as I was. I tried my best to provide more detailed information, 
they may not believe there is a government of a country that would do something like that, cover up a virus. So I kept repeating myself in effort to persuade them. And this guy was a party leader in China. I would have taken his words fucking as gospel. Wei said, quote, uh, Wei said he was, quote, very worried because whichever way the communist regime released this virus, I felt that the West was not prepared. <laughs> it was not until December 31st that China involuntary, involuntarily alerted the World Health Organization that there was an outbreak in Wuhan. Beijing denied COVID-19 was, contag was contagious until January 20th, 2020. When it admitted there was evidence of human-to-human -human transmission. Wei, who spent 18 years in China's prisons for objecting to the communist regime, is a highly respected man on both sides of, of politics and has forged relationships with former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That is a wide gap to be friends with. One of the most outspoken neo-boomer cons of all time, and fucking Demon Pelosi. Wow. They both suck dick, but wow. I mean, Pompeo's mild out since he's kind of retired. That's just because he's not in the action all the time anymore. Pelosi, however, what a withered piece of water stick she is. Wei said he found out about the virus from a high-level contact in Beijing. Quote, I talked to Demon and some other American politicians in the House. Of the dangers of the situation, he said, quote, There was officials from the White House at that time as well. November 2019. Wei would not reveal which politician he told, quote, I'm not sure this politician wants me to talk about him right here. He said, quote, but I want to say he is high in, a high enough politician, high enough to be able to reach the President of the United States. David Asher, the State Department official who spearheaded the task force into the origins of the coronavirus and COVID-19 said the opportunity presented by Wei's warnings was like stopping 9-11 before it happened. <laughs> Economically speaking, yes. I'm an ANCAP. You know I care about money. I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, uh, this is terrible for the economy. If only someone had taken heed. Yes, the 1.6% of the Americans who got it who died. Of 100% of the Americans who caught coronavirus, 1.6 died. Tragic. But we've destroyed the economy for future generations to come, beyond all sense of repair. We reacted horrifyingly in the short term, creating very possible long-term detriments to my kids and their kids. Actually, uh, a little divot here. I was eavesdropping at work, and these two co-workers were talking. One of them was saying, "Some somebody I've never met had a baby. And they're like, I can't believe he'd bring a baby into this world. The future is going to be so harsh and brutal. I could never do that to a child. Way to admit that your offspring is too will be too weak to survive the future. Sounds like jealousy to me, but hey. Hey, you're you're the one uh, willing to take your generation that out of the future uh, future events. Just an outright, my future progeny just will not have the ability to survive a stunning and brave confession. If I ever have heard one, stunning and brave. I can't believe they had a kid. It would bring a kid into the future. The future's gonna be so fucked and dark. And I'm barely strong enough to survive it now. My kids, oh my god, my parenting, they're fucked. Meanwhile, I'm dad like, here's a Kalashnikov, son. Go kill some woodland creatures. Bring them home and we'll eat them.
My kids will survive. I don't know about y'all's, but my kids will be hunky fucking dory. <laughs> but that is a seriously interesting thought right there. His warnings, if he did, would have been like stopping 9-11 before it happened. That's something I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know? Where it's, uh... You know, like if you had a time machine, what would you do? Oh, I'd go back and stop 9-11 from happening. I wouldn't stop 9-11 from happening. I would just go back in time and, and rig the election for Ron Paul. <laughs> I would just rig us a Ron Paul one. That'd be what I did. Install Dominion, but have it programmed for Ron Paul. That, 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 that's just me, though. Asher said the U.S. government had other crucial pieces of early warning evidence in late 2019, but it failed to connect the dots. He said the U.S. government first had intelligence about Wuhan Institute of Virology, of virology workers falling sick with COVID-19-like symptoms in late 2019, a year before he discovered it during his investigation into the origins of the virus for the State Department. By then, 1.7 million people worldwide had died from COVID-19. Nah, you're using WHO numbers, though. I don't trust those numbers. Disclaimer, I'm not saying coronavirus isn't real or it's not dangerous. It's definitely a real thing. It's definitely dangerous for a very select group of people. Anyway, Asher said he was shocked when he found out, quote, we actually could have had foreknowledge of the coronavirus. We could have known in November of 2019 that there was a disaster occurring inside Wuhan. Inside their most important biological facilities related to the coronavirus research, he said. Quote, it was something absolutely tragic. Traumatic and dramatic. There was occur that was occurring to me and we could have reached and we could have reacted to it. The whole world could have been different. It would have been like stopping 9-11 before it happened. Yeah, with the shutdowns, the people whose lives will be forever changed. Say, for example, their local businesses shut down. They couldn't afford to keep it open. Landlords who had to sell off their properties because they couldn't, you know, they weren't getting rent from their people. The absolute shit show that was the... I don't think there should have been a stimulus check to begin with. None of them. And I, and I dread this new one coming out because it's like our economy can barely survive what it is right now. Money's not... The, the money machine's not going... Bur it's going... Burr, you know? The money machine... The, the money printer's just on life support right now. And it's just pumping it full of steroids. Making it run. What's that shit QAnon thinks the elites drink? It's, it's full of that shit. Endocrine? Is that what it's called? I'm, I'm so into the cults. You know? Trans authorities were acting to suppress the news of the Wuhan outbreak, purging the internet of social media posts and news stories, and disappearing dissidents and whistleblowers who attempted to sound a warning. Yeah, like Jack Ma. That was interesting. That's the guy who found founded Alibaba. He went missing for like nine months and he came back and he lost like 80 pounds. He was already a pretty frail, older gentleman. And he came back and he was just like, whoa, dude, what the fuck happened to you? Everyone thought he was dead. Everyone was so certain that he was dead. And I, and I, I see occasionally people think it's a buy double. Anyway, whatever. Dissidents and whistleblowers who attempted to sound a warning. Social media reports about the, a new coronavirus did not emerge until late December of 2019. That's about the time I actually got COVID. Interesting. And it was not until the end of January 2020 that the U.S., Australia, New Zealand closed borders to travelers from China. Yeah, and everyone called Trump xenophobic for shutting down travel from China. I remember that. Everyone attacked him for it. Like, oh, you just hate Chinese people. You just hate China. You, you, you hate you hate him, Trump. I thought you don't want people traveling to or from there. Trump was like, 
No, there's literally disease coming out of China over there. And, uh, I don't want people getting it so we know more about it. And everyone was like, oh, you're racist. And then they ran with the whole narrative that it wasn't from China. Retarded. Remember on this podcast, I covered people who were coming out talking about how offended Mexicans were by the Spanish, Spanish flu being named Spanish flu. And then I found an interview with like a hundred different people from actual Mexico who were visiting the United States. And they're all like, I don't give a fuck what you call it. You should hear some of the names we got for Americans over there. If you think that offends, if you think that offends us, let me tell you some shit, you know? I couldn't quite believe, back to the article, by the way. Lou reveals, quote, what really happened in Wuhan. That we that way told her about the virus in November on November twenty second, twenty nineteen, at a dinner where her husband, former CIA agent Robert Sutinger, was also present. Quote, I couldn't quite believe what he was saying, Lou said. Quote, at the time, I had thought that the coronavirus could not be worse than SARS and SARS. As we know from experience, uh, sorry, was not that contagious. It could have contained, although at the time, that was the case. Okay, there was an outbreak, but the authorities and the advances in medical science would be able to contain the spread of it. Yeah, well, I mean, places like the WHO were running cover for China, like insanely. Like they were just running all kinds of cover. And then when it came out that the C- that the WHO was cooking the books and like underplaying numbers out of China. Because most of the deadly versions of coronavirus or the deadly deaths we saw that people actually died because of COVID was in China. But you got to keep in mind, the average Chinese citizen lives in squalor. They shit on the streets. They eat little woodland creatures. They eat mice and rats from sewers. 80% of China lives in the most destitute poverty on the fucking planet. And in most circumstances, these cities that look fully developed have no electricity and no running water because a lot of that shit's deterred to concentration camps where they keep Muslims. Seriously, look into Uyghur Muslims. I don't know if people, when I talk to them in America, seem to know about Uyghur Muslims. Hop and skip across the border to Canada... You'll actually find more informed people who know about it. How weird is that? Not that I've been to Canada recently with their stringent lockdowns or anything. No way I can get in and out of that border with my previous press history. Moving on! In the book. (laughs) Lou details the race to get information about the new virus to the White House. And her uncertainty about it. After Wade's visit, she wrote a memo of what he had divulged to her and Schutinger. She intended to pass it on to President Donald Trump's Deputy National Secretary, Mike Pottinger, quote, but I didn't send it to him because so many things were incredulous. She said, quote, I wrote it, but I didn't send it because I decided it was better that way talks directly to Matt Pottinger about it. Well, you guessed wrong. Way says the book, quote, In the past several decades, the CCP's capacity to steal information is hard to be understood by you Westerners. Yeah, I'll give you actually a short, uh, little example. BlackRock. Been going around buying up all these properties, right? And then they uh, will tell the homeowner, like, I know you're selling your home for, like, let's say $50,000. We'll give you $100,000 instead. We'll give you $200,000. Just sell us your property. It's actually a massive, uh, like, housing authority owned by China. They buy these properties, and then they rent it for exorbitant rates. They start off cheap, and every year they, like, double in price. It gets ridiculous quickly. They also will plant students in, in like, American universities to record and steal information out of here. They also have had people... God, it runs deep. 
I mean, we just last year, we found out about two congressmen who had affairs with Chinese spies. Bang Bang with Fang Fang. Her name was actually Fang Fang. A real Chinese person with the name Fang Fang. Was fucking, uh, oh, what's his name? Let me find it real quick. Eric Swalwell. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just read a quick little ditty here. From Forbes. Eric, Representative Eric Swalwell, a Democrat from California, has come under intense scrutiny and some sharp criticism, especially from Republicans. This month, after actually Democrats were on him too, after it was revealed that a suspected spy from, for the Chinese Communist Party worked as a prominent Swalwell, Swalwell funder, uh, fundraiser for years. To the point that she was able to influence his hires in his congressional office. Leading some to call for the removal of House Intelligence Committee. Even though it has, even though he hasn't been accused of any wrongdoing by authorities. Swalwell was one of many politicians who associated with suspected Chinese spy. Fang Fang. Who also went by Christina Fang. Fang Fang. Bang Bang with Fang Fang. According to an extensive Axios report detailing Fang's infiltration of multiple American political circles, Fang helped raise funds for, for Swalwell's 2014 House re-election campaign and had interned to Swalwell's congressional office after receiving recommendations Fang reportedly continued to work as a bundler for Swalwell, convincing high, convincing high money donors to write big checks for the campaign before unexpectedly leaving the U.S. in the mid-2015 after leave, living in the country for nearly four years. Amid an ongoing U.S. intelligence investigation into her activities, Swalwell cut, his, cut all of his ties to Fang after he was alerted by the FBI to the investigation, according to Axios. And there is no publicly available evidence that Swalwell knew or suspected Fang was working for Beijing, nor any evidence Fang broke any laws. Ah. <laughs> Republicans have seized on, Ax on the Axios report, with many, including House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, now one of the minority leaders, sadly, calling for his removal from the House Intelligence Committee. McCarthy and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, a Democrat from California, were both briefed by the FBI on Friday that, tie, that Swalwell's ties to the suspected spy. And while she had not commented since the briefing, she said last week she didn't have any concerns about Mr. Swalwell. Give me one hot second. And that was earlier in the year from that article. Now we hop over to Insider from December 10th, 2020. Rep. Eric Swalwell refuses to say if he had sex with a suspected Chinese spy who slept with two mayors for an intelligence campaign. On Tuesday, Axios reported that a suspected Chinese spy got close to Rep. Eric Swalwell of California early in his political career. And separately slept with two unnamed U.S. mayors as part of the years-long intelligence... Uh, uh Eric, did your commie spy Chai Com GF cheat on you? Is that why you always look so upset? Is that why you're always so frowny all the time? Is that why you look like a sad Matt Gates? Just perpetually sad. You always got that furrowed brow and that downward face. Are you mad that your chai com girlfriend, Fang Fang, did bang bang with other men? Aw, buddy. If you wanted in, you could have just asked. Swalwell has not been accused of any wrongdoing other than fucking spy. And Axios also did not report on or suggest any sexual relationship between Swalwell and the woman. No, it actually came out of leaked emails. But on Tuesday night, the Fox News host, Tucker Carlson, tonight. 
on Tucker Carlson tonight, the degeneracy of Eric Swalwell as he bang bang with Fang Fang. Oh, this reporter is shocked. Ah. <clears throat> uh. Derek Carlson said that U.S. intelligence office believes Swalwell and the woman had sexual relations, and that Swalwell's office declined to comment on the matter. If you didn't have it, just say it didn't happen. If it happened, be like, yeah, I didn't know she was a spy. I thought she was a cute Asian chick, you know? I'm a white guy. She's an Asian chick. That's kind of my bag. I like, Chi- I like Chinese food. Fox News told Insider that the suspicion of sexual relationship between Swalwell and the woman came from original reporting. Swalwell and his office did not respond to multiple requests for comment from Insider, but he did appear on CNN to question the source and timing of the Axios investigation, suggesting someone was trying to harm him because he criticized Donald Trump. Uh, I tell you this, man, but Axios has a lot of criticism and harsh criticism for Donald Trump, so I don't think that's why they came out. But anyway... Back to the article. Well, I should say, this article I was reading originally is over now. I just read that to give you some ideas of like how deep the spying is. And this is, again, by Sherry Markson. You can find this on the New York Post. Chinese China's most famous defector to America warns U.S. intelligence agencies of coronavirus in 2019. You look that up, read the article yourself, and the related articles in the source area. Have fun. Expand your mind, man. Now, another thing we have, we also have, that is in multiple political circles. And it's not just Feng Feng. There are a bunch of other chi spies that we don't know about yet. And they've been coming out over the over time here and there. You know, with their names redacted and information and articles and, you know, the such. But these spies and infiltrators are on every level. They're in political circles, both... On the national scale and the local scale, this try comes in the universities, both teaching and learning. They're in Silicon Valley. They're in Hollywood. There are spies literally planted everywhere. Everywhere. If you go back and you find my podcast I did on why Joe McCarthy was right and Walt Disney tried to save America from commies, this is an episode I go in detail about how Russia had spies in both Congress, Senate, the Oval Office, Hollywood, and New York. Just all over the place. And most of these unions were actually formed by communist socialists. Now, we have a new article here from The Telegraph. So prestigious. Wuhan scientists plan to release coronavirus particles into cave bats. Leaked papers reveal. This article is by Sarah Napton, the science editor, published the 21st of September, 2021. Isn't that just such a fun title? I mean, every sign in the world says this was leaked from a lab in Wuhan. Right? Every sign in the world points to this. But we're not going to just come out and say it. Why? Well, I mean, just allow me to read you a, just a headline of Newswax. Newsweek. Newswax. I'm bugging. China State Media says country must prepare for nuclear war with U.S. After Biden asked the federal government for coronavirus probe. Fascinating, ain't it? I mean, you just Google it. Just Google uh, trying to threaten nuclear war, and you'll see a million articles talking about this. So this government was like, oh, shit, you're serious. We'll uh, we'll tuck our dicks in clutches for you, Mr. Chicom. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I just realized that motherfucker at work stole my fucking lighter. I stole that lighter. I, I I honestly worked hard to steal that fucking lighter. It had a bottle opener attached to it. More attached to the bottle opener that's missing. Anyway. Wuhan scientists plan to release coronavirus particles into cave bats. Leaked papers revealed. Documents reveal researchers applied for a $14 million fund. 
for controversial project in 2018. Sarah Napton, science editor. Oh, you have it hidden. You motherfuckers. I'll be back. I guess I read too many articles, and they wanted me to start paying for it. And I'm not going to pay to read your fucking articles. Please. Bitch, please. I'm not paying to get my news. I refuse to do that. So I went to the archive. While scientists plan to release coronavirus into bat population. Leaked documents. Archived by James Lee. That's a good name. Coronavirus, coronavirus scientists in Wuhan saw a saw a request for American funded refuge. American funding. Re, sorry, let me just restart. Coronavirus scientists in Wuhan saw a request for American funding refused. They plan to release modified versions of the virus into local bat populations in China. A leaked document says. The proposal, uh, the proposal described plans to infect a local bat habitat based 1,240 miles or 2,000 kilometers. How does it even translate? Southwest of the city of Yan'an. With a virus that had novel... Uh, spike proteins. The same as those spotted in COVID-19. Remember, spike proteins are almost exclusively unique to COVID-19. That's what gives uh, COVID its extra little uh, little zest. That's the Tony Saturies and the Wu Flu recipes. And if you don't know what that is, the fuck's wrong with you? Go buy yourself some Tony Saturies. Add it to whatever else you want, man. You got an old leather shoe that tastes like dog shit. Put some Tony Saturies on that bitch. It'll taste like a uh, taste like some some jambalaya. What fucking mood am I in? Whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, the spike proteins is what makes COVID nineteen COVID nineteen. It's what gave away the fact that it was gain of functions and modified. Because every other version of of Cove SARS we've ever seen before. I mean, it's in the fucking combination. It COVID SARS. Cove SARS. It's like Cove SARS 2. Personally, I'm kind of mad I didn't get to play Cove SARS 1. Seems like a fun game. But researchers requested $14.2 million. Or, in euros, $10.4 million. Because... Fuck you, Euros. We're still worth more money despite our economic shit show we're living in right now. <sighs> Fuck you, Boris. And this was refused by the U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. There's so much sketchy shit with DARPA. Don't worry. October is spook month. And at least one of my two uploads will be spoopy. I would cover all sorts of... St- Dark, shady shit. DARPA will be a repeat theme on that series. DARPA. On the grounds that it would put local communities at risk. Aw, you know what? I, I It's so heartwarming that America can find it to care about the Tricoms and, and their citizenry, but... All the innocent civilians in Afghanistan who we just drone striked? Fuck them. Fuck the poor brown people. We're worried about the poor Simpson characters. I got in trouble because I said yellow once when I was talking about Chinese people. I said, uh, the quote, I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to say it now. I made a comment about how we care more about killing innocent brown people in third world nations than we do yellow people in communist shit show, shit heaps. And I got flagged across the board. But it's a good point. Right? Shit, man. I've talked about this multiple times. Joe Biden did two drone strikes. The first one killed no ISIS members. It's just a level of fucking building and injured somebody. And the second drone strike he did where it was like, oh, we blew up a van. It was a righteous strike on a van full of explosives. Turned out to be an American aid worker 
who was delivering fucking water to a bunch of kids and a family in a suburban-ass compound where we killed, like, 10 to 11 people. And everyone was like, oh, that was great. And then when it came out that we killed innocent civilians, we were like, eh, you know what happens? Drone strikes. Oh, man, I'm going to divert a little bit more. Tulsi Gabbard's fucking dead to me. Dead to me. And, you know, Tulsi had her issues, but for the most part, I really like Tulsi Gabbard. She went on Tucker Carlson, and, yeah, he kind of set her up, but. She basically was like, oh, because they got bad ideologies, we have to go over there and fight them. Bitch, you're supposed to be the anti-war candidate. No, no, because you don't like their religious ideologies. Bomb them. And I'll agree, Sharia law is a atrocious, disgusting fucking ideology. And someone in the comments is like, oh, but James, you said some women deserve Sharia law. It's a joke. No one deserves that shit. Oh, I'm just Anyway... Documents have added to the conspiracy theories pointing to the Wuhan lab as the origin of the coronavirus, or COVID-19. China has repeatedly denied such claims. The first case of COVID-19 was identified in December 2019. The leaked documents named DEFUSE, all caps, you know it's important, were released by Drastic a group of international scientists looking into the origins of the pandemic and details of alleged plans were passed onto a whistleblower. Responding to Defuse reports, Professor Angus Dalgway from St. George Hospital in London claimed the Wuhan Institute of Virology had been researching such methodology and referred to as gain of function for years. We have some lovely pictures here. Wuhan scientists wanted to release the virus into local bat populations. Image from Getty. Wuhan Institute of Virology believed that the source of the coronavirus believed the sources of coronavirus the title of the picture there from Getty's Getty Stock. Lovely as always. Professor Delila. Uh, Professor Dal Geshelia. I'll go with Delilah. Again, this article is uh, an archive on express.co.uk. <laughs> the headline is Wuhan scientists plan to release coronavirus into a bat population, link document by James Lee. Look it up yourself. Make fun of me for the words I'm tripping over, but I do not speak big science words. I am but a simple monkey man, reading you articles online, drinking beer as I do so. It's the Joe Nogan experience. Professor Dalgagesh told the Telegraph, quote, this is clearly gain of function. Engineering the... No. Really? Okay. Quote, this is clearly gain of function. Engineering the cleavage site and polishing the new viruses to enhance human cell infectability in more than one cell line. The news comes as the Chinese whistleblower from the military leaked alarming information. That was the article we just read. <laughs> the ex-Chinese Communist Party, the CCP insider, Wei Jinsang, the mad Chad lad himself, the Chad lad, has made allegations that the virus could have been introduced into the world military games in October 2019. The international tournament was held for military athletes. It's basically the military Olympics. In the city of Wuhan, just two months before the Chinese duly notified the World Health Organization. Again, that was two months late. They were not, they, they let the WHO know, and the WHO ran cover for them afterwards, too. It actually wouldn't be until late January. The WHO was like, yeah, there's a virus. You've known about it for 
about three months, roughly. The international tournament was held for for military athletes just two months before the Chinese duly saying the two months before the Chinese duly notified. Saying duly implies they did it when they should have, but they didn't. Mr. Ginseng's allegations state that the virus have infected up to nine thousand athletes in what is being labeled as possibly the first super spreader event. Well, it ain't the second one. Speaking at the first time of the allegations to Sky News, Mr. Jin Sheng said, quote, I thought the Chinese government would take the opportunity to spread the virus during the military games as many foreign military show up there. Sounds legit. However, China has systematically denied the virus was man-made, saying the virus spilled over naturally from bats into human populations. I actually have a functioning theory on that, but it got kind of kind of debunked in lieu of some early revelation like the Fauci emails and previous leaks we've seen out of here. I thought originally maybe, you know, you had some, uh, like, like you had these lab bats, right? These lab bats are raised in captivity. They, they, they're, all they get is like occasional poke with needles. They don't get attacked or mauled or have to forge for food. They're kept in like these little isolated sanitized containers. So they're like super duper good looking bats. And then it's all okay. Testing's done. Hey, low wagey makes $15 an hour minimum wage or whatever the fuck you get paid in China coin. You know, take these bats out and get rid of them. And he was like, you know, I bet if I sell these to a wet market, I make a bunch of money. So they sold to a wet market and a bunch of people sold them from the wet market into like food and shit. And went from there. That all got debunked. That theory no longer applies. But I thought it was a good theory for a while. Multiple attempts to find the source of the outbreak have failed. Ex-President Donald Trump claims the virus came from the WIV or Wuhan Institute of Virology. They don't give you what it stands for here. Citing intelligence received two months before the outbreak suggesting the body bags were piled up outside facilities. We have pictures of that. You can look that up. There's pictures that actually exist out there in the world. Like, you can just see that. That was the thing that actually happened. And the WHO researchers last month warned the window of opportunity to uncover the true origins of COVID is closing and could soon be biologically impossible. But it has so far proved impossible to rule out that an accidental or deliberate leak from the lab to the COVID outbreak with the UK and US intelligence experts failing to reach a definitive answer. I don't think they want to. That's the thing. I don't think they want to. Uh, excuse me. A report released by U.S. intelligence agencies last month commissioned by Joe Biden said China's cooperation would be needed to reach a conclusive answer on the origins of the virus. The boomer remover. Quote, Beijing, however, continues to... Um, um, the thing. The, uh, they, they make... They make good crab rangoons with hairy legs. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I shouldn't be taking questions. I'll, I'll stop the Joe Biden act. Quote, Beijing, however, continues to hinder the global investigation and resist sharing information and blame other countries, including the U.S., the report stated. Last month, Wang Wenbin, Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson, told a press conference, quote, on the issue of... The origin studies. Chinese, Chinese and WHO experts have reached the conclusion that the lab leak from Wuhan is extremely unlikely. One second. And now, kids, I'm going to provide them with a little fucking vibe check from the AP. Yeah, the people I fucking detest. The Associated Press. WHO chief says it was premature to rule out COVID lab leak with his foggy fucking glasses. And this is from July 15th, 2021. 
the head of the World Health Organization, or the WHO, acknowledged it was premature to rule out the potential link between COVID-19 pandemic and a laboratory leak from Wuhan. And he said Thursday he is asking China to be more transparent as scientists search for the origins of the coronavirus. In rare, in a rare departure from his usual defense of the powerful member countries, the WHO Director General Tedros Adam, a uh, foreign name, G-H-E-B-R-E-Y-E-S-U-S, sus! His last, the last three are sus. Imposter, man, I'm telling you, he's right here. Said getting access to raw data has been challenging for the international team that traveled to China earlier this year to investigate sources of COVID-19. The first human cases were identified in the Chinese city of Wuhan. Tedros told reporters that the UN health agency based in Geneva is, quote, asking actually, is asking actually China to be transparent open and cooperate, especially on the information and raw data that we asked for at the earliest days of the pandemic. He said there had been, quote, a premature push to rule out the theory that the virus might have escaped from a Chinese government lab in Wuhan, undermined the WHO's own March report, which concluded the lab leak was extremely unlikely. There you go. There you go. And again, on the AP, you can find that it's WHO chief says it was premature to rule out lab leak. And this is from the WHO, the high rate on NewsGuard. And this article is by Frank Jordan and Maria Cheng. There you go. I just wanted to fact check this article a little bit because I, I didn't like how they, maybe they do, but it did not look like they really elaborate outside of them saying, the WHO says it's, Extremely unlikely that it came out of Wuhan. Yeah, they said that shit like a year ago, and now they're saying something entirely different. They're saying like, yeah, it looks more and more likely like it came out of lab. Fuck. Last month. Oh, wait, I remember that paragraph. Quote, scientists across the world, including the U.S., overwhelmingly believe that there is no evidence supporting lab leak theory. They don't anymore. This is actually a fairly new article, mind you. It's only from like three days ago. Quote, it is the U.S. that refuses to subscribe to the scientific conclusion that asserts that the virus leaked. Subscribes that the virus was leaked from a Wuhan lab. And the first comment here is based quote, from Ruffles the guinea pig. Good name. Way to just first sono yourself. I love the spin on this, wording the story carefully to avoid the facts. It was an American organization called EcoHealth Alliance applied for funding from DARPA, the U.S. military, and the U.S. military to conduct experiments in China. It was not a Chinese organization. It was the Americans. While this, quote, this plan was not approved by DARPA, DARPA did give EcoHealth Alliance $3.1 million to alter COVID bat viruses. China doesn't even care about their own people, so why would they care about the rest of the world? Based. Based. That's something else I want to show you guys. So we go over to another news site. I, I, I unironically, unsarcastically actually kind of like The Intercept. NIH, National Institute of Health Documents, provide new evidence that U.S.-funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. The U.S.-funded experiments in the Chinese posed biosafety risks, but did not cause COVID-19 pandemic, scientists say. We just gave them money that led to it. The Intercept contained, Intercept contained new evidence the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the nearby Wuhan University Center for Animal Experiments, along with their collaborator, the U.S.-based nonprofit EcoHealth Alliance, have engaged in what the U.S. government defines as, quote, gain-of-function research of concern. Intentionally making viruses more pathogenic or transmissible, meaning stronger or more easy, easily to spread around. 
in order to study them, despite speculations from the U.S. funding the agency that the money uh, not be used for this purpose, it was, in the end, inevitably. Grant money for the controversial experiment came from the National Institute of Health and the National Studies of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which is headed by one Anthony Fauci. Wear two masks. Shove a needle up your ass. Have a cute to fuck your brain. Bitch. Also, Fauci flew on Epstein's plane to his island. Just, uh... An episode where I read the full list of names. It's one of my earliest episodes, too, from, like, 2020. If you, uh... Want to go give me a little bit more view viewership on that episode, go find it. So I believe it's in February 2019. Thank y'all for following me around for so long. Calling y'all my insiders now. Ah, headed by Anthony Fauci, the award to EcoHealth Alliance, a department of DARPA, a research organization which studies the spread of viruses from animals to humans, included subawards to Wuhan Institute of Virology and East China Normal University. East China Normal University. That's a weird name for a university. The principal investigators of the grant in, is EcoHealth Alliance. President Peter Daszak, who has been a key voice in the search for the coronavirus origins. Scientists unanimously told The Intercept that the experiments which involved infecting genetically engineered mice with chimeric hybrids viruses could not have directly sparked the pandemic. We know that to be false now. None of the viruses listed in the write-ups of the experiment are related to the virus that cause, causes COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 closely enough to involve into it. Still, several high scientists said the new information which the NIH released after it was sued by The Intercept, meaning it was like a Freedom of Information Act suit, points to biosafety concerns, highlighting a general lack of oversight for research on pathogens and raising questions about what information has not been publicly disclosed. Quote, as a virologist, I personally think creating chimeras of SARS-related bat coronavirus that are thought to pose high risk to humans entails unacceptable risks. Oh yeah, this is Jesse Bloom. Said Jesse Bloom. Yeah, I read this. Uh, I read that whole article before. Man, I do a lot more that I give myself credit for. I guess. Toot my own horn a little bit. Hope you enjoyed that who studies the evolution of viruses at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center, or the FHCRC. Huh. Severe to acute respiratory syndrome, or SARS, is a disease caused, like COVID-19, by airborne coronavirus. You know, Dr. Fauci thought AIDS was airborne. The expert also raises questions about the assertion from a Fauci to the NIH director, Francis Collins, that the NIH-funded projects at the Wuhan Institute of Virology did not involve gain of research. It may have. Fauci testified before Congress, quote, the, the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research. And Rand Paul dragged his ass over the coals multiple occasions. There's a whole episode dedicated to that where I just go over the lies and the sins of Fauci. The documents do not establish whether Fauci directly was aware of the work or not. He's the one who signed off on the money that went there, and him and Obama went into the lab multiple times to see how the progress was coming. Scientists working under a 2014 NIH grant, there you go, to EcoHealth Alliance to study the coronavirus combined the, genetically, the genetic material from a patient coronavirus known as W1V1 or WIV1, with another vi with other viruses. 
they twice submitted submarines or summaries, sorry, of their work to be shown when in the lungs of genetically engineered mice, three altered back coronaviruses at times reproduced far more quickly than the original virus on which they were based. Oh, you mean you took a virus from an animal that's exclusively input in another animal and made it stronger through gene splicing and shit? And then you put that strong disease in another mouse and it started to spread quicker than the disease it was originally based on? That's not gain of function at all. What functions were gained there? It just got stronger and more lethal. I see no gain in functions here. Fucking timeline am I stuck in? <laughs> when in the lungs of genetically engineered mice, three altered bat coronaviruses at the time reproduced far more quickly than the original virus on which they were based. The altered viruses were also somewhat more pathogenetic with one causing the mice to lose significant weight. The researchers reported, quote, these results demonstrate varying pathogenicity of SARS-CoV with different spikes proteins in humanized mice. This is all very disturbing. But the terms of the grant clearly stipulated that the funding could not be used for gain-of-function experiments. The grant conditions also require the researchers to immediately report potentially dangerous results and stop their experiments pending further NIH review. According to both the Alliance and the National Institute of Health, the results were reportedly reported to the agency, but the NIH determined that the rules designed to restrict gain-of-function research did not apply. The Intercept consulted 11 scientists who are virologists or worked adjacent in adjacent fields and hold a range of views on both the ethics of gain of functions and the research and COVID-19 or, or COVID-19 origins. Seven said that the work appears to meet the NIH's criteria for gain of function by definition. One said the experiment quote, absolutely does not meet the bar for gain of function research. Quote, you can't predict that these viruses would be more pathogenic, pathogenic, or even more pathogenic at all in people. Just mice we have designed to have immune system that responds exactly like humans. It had horrible responses to it, and it was a it was a virus taken from a bat, made far more dangerous than injected into a humanized mouse, where it became far more deadly. And then it got to humans. You're right. That's totally not gain of functions. Taking disease and a virus and making it much stronger so it can infect a different species definitely, definitely, definitely is not gain of function research whatsoever. Silly me, right? Three experts said that while they did not have enough knowledge of the U.S. policies to comment on whether the research met NIH criteria, the experiment involving humanized mice was unnecessarily risky. One virologist, Vincent Rancillo, a professor of microbiology and immunology at Columbia University, said while we were, while he considered the mouse experiment described in the document to be clearly gain of function. He did not see it as problematic. Quote, you can do some kinds of gain of function research that then has unforeseen consequences and it may be a problem. But that's not the case here. It just, you know, created COVID. No problem here. Robert Kessler or Kessler, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Communication manager for Eagle Health Alliance denied that the work on humanized mice met the definition of gain-of-function research. Kessler insisted that bat viruses are not potentially pandemic pathogens because he said, quote, a bat virus is not known to be able to infect humans. And yet, here we are. And by the way, no matter what you want to do, 
The narrative is it came from bats and jumped to humans. So your analysis there doesn't hold the narrative. And the other narrative is it was a virus found in bats, fucked with, made much stronger, and then released into humans. Which, again, says you're crackpot, dude. What do I know? I only actually took microbiology for a few years. Ah. Virus infected humans. The proposal justified the work on WIV1 by explaining that it is, quote, not a select agent, referring to a list of closely monitored toxins and biological agents that have a potential to pose severe threat to public health and, quote, has not been shown to cause human infections and has not been shown to be transmissible between humans. And yet, here we are. And this article is very long. I will read the rest of it maybe before I want to clock upload because it goes into a lot more detail. I can pick it apart piece by piece. This is on the Intercept. NIH documents provide new evidence that U.S. funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. This is by Sharon Lerner, Mara Hisvodal, and Maria Hibbett. Published September 9th, RIP, 2021. And I'm your host, James Madison, wishing you a lovely rest of your morning.